It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk program. Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zack on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Oh my goodness, some days it writes itself. You don't have to do anything at all but just walk in, sit down, and let the magic happen. Chuck Zack, Razorback, Billy Lavender. And sometimes that's good when your team has uh, gotten shellacked over the weekend. You need, you need something. Uh, Saban fell on the sword for us. Look over here. <laughs> what do you mean, Arkansas basketball? No, no. over here. Barney, look, yeah. it's Barney. That's what I used to do to my kids all the time. Mm. Look, it's Barney. Mm. Barney where? Yeah, exact Squirrel. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, we welcome you to the show today. Uh, 903-735-9909 is our big hotline in. If you want to talk a little sports, why not? We'll... Uh, We'll entertain you. We'll be entertained by you. We'll humor you with your opinion. See if it's actually got some merit to it. But today, honestly, it's Razorback Billy Day. Do you really need to call in today? Nah. Billy's got you. That's right. I can talk about anything for a <laughs> for a, lo- a longer than a limited amount of time. You were here early today, I which was. kind of freaks me out a little yeah. bit because I'm used to about now you sliding in, going good morning. I, and then we go. I got a dinner date tonight, oh. and I I worked so hard at Diamond Bank today that I I told him about four fifteen. Yeah. I said Gotta I'm going go. home and changing clothes and, nice. and going going downtown. So and, this is your uh, this is your date clothes. Yeah, well, it's a meeting. I've oh, it's a meeting. Dinner meeting is a meeting clothes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's not your Sunday go to meeting clothes. Not my Sunday go to meeting clothes. <laughs> and I'm not paying for dinner. Hopefully, so. See, it's yeah. even better then. It's even better. All right. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. All right. Well, we start this program obviously with the uh, breaking news of the day, and it's amazing. In the last 45 minutes, what looked like the big news was going to come out of the NFL has slid so far mm-hmm. to the back burner that I don't even know if we get to talk about it today, but we're going to try. We also got to talk a little uh, Texas high sports because we uh, watched a pretty good basketball game Mm -hmm. last night, Mm -hmm. uh, unexpectedly closer than anticipated, Mm -hmm. and a good showing by Eric Cross's Tigers. But, oh, and we'll get back to the Razorbacks. (laughs) I have the last two games that I have been to of Razorback basketball. You shouldn't go. In Las Vegas, I watched them play UConn and got beat by 30-something. And then in Fayetteville Saturday, Auburn and got beat by 30-something. That's, I told that to someone. They said, well, stay home. Yeah. I yeah, you're said, killing yeah, them. Yeah, okay. I, and you, you're bringing it up more, and I want to talk about it, but yeah. I don't know if I want to lead with it. We'll, yeah. we'll probably yeah, let's roll go, back let's around Let's go somewhere else. The news breaking out of the uh, NCAA today caught people a little bit off guard, maybe because of the timing. Mm-hmm. Not because of what actually happened, but Nick Saban, according to the folks at ESPN, has told folks that he is retiring as head coach of the University of Alabama football program. And uh, so you're going to have two things happening today. On one hand, you're going to have the discussion debate about greatest coach in college football history. That shouldn't be that shouldn't be as long as the no. the next discussion. It should take gonna... a couple of minutes yeah. to go. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of guys you you want to throw in your Bear Bryant's. Mm-hmm. You want to throw in, you know, I don't I don't even know who do you throw in at this stage in the conversation. I don't. Is know. there anybody else really? Not in my lifetime. Not, for sure. mine. Yeah. You know. And I mean, we covered six, six we, we covered two spans of long. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's where we're going, I'm sorry. huh? I'm sorry. You know, we could go back and do the Woody Hayes, Bo, Schembeck, Bo Schembechler, uh, uh, John McKay era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But none of those don't. guys got six. No. At two different schools. No. and Yeah. Dabo's, what, got a couple. Yeah. But he's not done. Mm-mm. It feels like this is a pretty easy conversation of Nick Saban's, at, in our lifetime, yeah. Yeah. the greatest college football coach I think the game's so. seen. I think so. And so he's going to walk away, 
and maybe doing one of the best jobs he's done this year. With a team that didn't look great coming out of uh, out of August, mm-hmm. had a quarterback that they actually benched following mm-hmm. the Texas game, got it all together a little bit, made its way to the national semifinal. This year they played three quarterbacks in three games. Yeah. 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 And it, they just were not overwhelmingly impressive anywhere. Mm-hmm. They were solid. Mm-hmm. But they didn't look like one of the great teams. But here they were in the Final Four. They're going to finish the, the season ranked fourth with a chance to get into the top five again next year. So so he did it. And as far as timing, what do you think is the reason for that timing? Do, do, the, do the recruits that sign their uh, letter of intent, they have, to, they have to go there, right? Well, I mean, with, with the portal that we've got already but, going, but I, could they, you've committed to it. Could Unless they, you're a late commit, the February commits, in which you still are verbal mm-hmm. only, you can certainly change your mind. And I'll bet you the university says, if you don't want to go here because of Coach Saban, then you go somewhere else, and that's fine. A friend of mine texted me a while ago and said, Is that, that's probably why Milrow uh, went into the portal, knowing that this, or do you think that he, maybe he didn't know that? I don't think Saban told anybody. Yeah, now, I agree. Cause he, that he may have said to Milrow, you may want to think about looking at your options. Yeah. That may be the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Jim Harbaugh is probably going to have a conversation with J.J. McCarthy about mm-hmm. NFL or not, mm-hmm. and it's going to probably depend on what what Jim Harbaugh decides to do. I'm doubting Nick Saban grabbed a 20-year-old and said, you know, I'm about to tell you before I tell anybody else what I'm going to do. I, I just don't yeah. see it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Second part of this, obviously, is – now what? Uh, Frank Halter was standing outside my office and when I got that update yep. on the phone, and I said, oh, my gosh. I said, Nick Saban's retiring, and they're saying Sark is the leading candidate. And uh, he's like, are you kidding me or whatever? I said, no, I'm not kidding you about Nick, but I hadn't heard Sark. I said, but I would think he'd be on the list. Well, I listened to both ESPN and CBS, What's and that? on CBS they didn't mention Sark's name. Who, who are Dabo. Okay, yeah. Dabo was one, and, and Mike said. Norvell and Lane Kiffin and a handful Kiffin. of other guys mm-hmm. that were thrown out there as potential guys. Mm-hmm. Not Sam Pittman. Not Sam, Not Pittman. Sam Pittman. Somebody actually said Matt Rule, and I don't see it hmm. in a million years. But, you know, has there ever been a guy that slid into more timely advances than Matt yeah, Rule? you're right. I, I don't see getting a chance to go from Baylor to Carolina to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. They didn't go, you know, 11-1. and one Right, right. And then yeah. say, you're the guy for Alabama. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. Sark's name wasn't mentioned. But flipping over to Feinbaum on ESPN, mm-hmm. Sark's name was mm-hmm. all over that conversation. Mm-hmm. So... Why not Sark? Convince I mean, you're you're a Razorback yeah. guy, yeah. but convince me if you're a Texas fan why he wouldn't leave Texas and go to Alabama. Kind of like I'm going to do this: Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma to take a job at USC. I think Oklahoma to USC is a lot bigger jump than. And and I know that as far as wins and losses in the last ten years, probably not, but than Texas now to – now, Texas in the last 20 years, I mean, it was a huge, huge leap, but it should never be that. I think they're back to where they're winning, they're recruiting, they've got the, the – they're, they're back. It's I'll, aimed in I'll the right direction. It's aimed in the right, right. direction, and you got to look at where Alabama is, and I just think – I mean, and two – Sark is not following anybody right now. You know True. he's following a, a bad list. Right. Uh, but but if you're if you're going and you're following, I mean Alabama is not. I mean if if Sark loses three at at Texas next year, sure Texas fans are going to be upset or whatever. But if he loses three at Alabama, it's going to be you know some, something is wrong. We've got the wrong guy. I just think I mean. His staff's in place. He got. He's. You know. I mean. The, all those college coaches make more than. I mean. He can use it to. He can use anything now to make more money. Oh, he's going to get a raise. But, but to me, I've always said about this: is it doesn't matter if if they give Nick Saban a five million dollar raise next year. 
he's not able to spend that money. Those coaches are on the road recruiting. They're what it all that money's for their wives and families yeah, right. to, to make their kids uh, and grandkids. Yeah, they don't pay for you know Pittman doesn't pay for anything right. in Fayetteville to right. eat or clothes or. Uh, but uh, but no, I, I don't think Asar. I don't know that he's going to get any traction or whatever. But I, it was funny to throw around with well, the Texas people now that now that it's it's the reverse of what it had been what a decade ago when yeah. the Texas job yeah. was sitting there and people were like Saban mm-hmm. Saban's going to come to Austin. Saban flew into Austin. Saban was interviewing for us. I, I I know. But I feel like these are. And don't take it the wrong way, but these are interchangeable right now. They're at the top of the mountain in in maybe the top five or six schools in the country, and and moving from one to the other seems to make sense because do you want somebody that's sitting way down the pecking order for one of these elite jobs? If I'm Alabama, Mm -hmm. my list is really short that I'm looking for, and you can't tell me Sarkeesian's not on that list. And you can't tell me that they didn't have anybody they want, you know, to a certain Thank extent, you. I mean, but buddy of mine just sent me this. His daughter's at Auburn. He said it says uh, Camille says that they are rolling the oaks at Toomer's Corner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's classic. It is, yeah. But you know what? Funny. It is there any program in the country more relieved than Auburn? Maybe that we finally are getting rid of Nick, mm. and we've got a chance to move. Back. I mean. Other than the Cam Newton year, right? Auburn's mm-hmm. really been a back burner mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. in that state, thanks mm-hmm. to Nick Saban. That's exactly right. Why not a reemer? I mean, this is the the SEC is about to enter into some crazy territory. Mm-hmm. We're about to bring in Texas and Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and we're about to say goodbye to Nick Saban. What? Two two huge. Yeah, I mean, all at the same time. All at the same time. And and it and if you see a you know you, you may see a ripple effect is another SEC coach whether it be Sark or whether it be Kiffin I think Kiffin's a lot I think Kiffin is a lot higher on the pecking order than Sark for that job really mm-hmm. really yep he may be more realistic to get than Sark at the moment that's what that's about true Kirby. Too. Kirby, I heard that mentioned right right as I was about to come in here. Do you leave uh, Georgia to go to Alabama? I don't think it's so. It's Alabama for God's sakes. I know, but it's Georgia for God's sake. I mean, Georgia's on the but you're you're right. I mean, there may and he came he came from yes. Alabama, you know. I mean I, <laughs> But 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 if he leaves, then then you got a big program, Georgia, who they get. They may right. get another SEC. You may have you may have four or five SEC coaches move places within the conference that, that and that would be i mean can you imagine talking about that musical chairs yeah that's what when and the then, music stops then, you better have a spot yeah and then imagine how cool these games would be next year uh, when kirby smart's going to georgia you know i mean and, and I, I your point is well taken whether it's all within the sec mm-hmm. when when a mount rushmore job opens the downhill ramifications flow throughout college football because if it's not one of the top three or four guys that gets that job one of the top 15 or 20 programs is going to open up because you figure it's at least that far and now those start to move downhill and let me ask you this and and you said you know Saban wouldn't have told a 20 year old do you think the brass how long have have they known this at Alabama and has anything you know have they already or you know they probably hadn't contacted or what because it but they couldn't afford for it to get out. I don't know that. You know, I would get. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm going to guess Nick yeah, had a small group that was involved in knowing this, mm-hmm. and nobody else. He was asked in November about retiring. He said, "If you're thinking about retiring, you're already retired." That was in November. That's right. He's gone through another round of of, of championship semifinal, a holiday season away from your family and preparing. More NIL talk, more crazy going on with the relationship between money and players. I think 70, whatever he is, 77 year old mm-hmm. Nick Saban finally looked around at it and went, you know what? I don't need this anymore. I'm and done. He, and he loses on the last play of the semifinal game to the team that won it all by 21. There you go. All right, we got music. That's just segment one. We're just getting going. Nick Saban walking away from Alabama. Okay. Catch your breath. 
We'll come back and talk some more because the NFL's had movement as well today. That may uh, shake the Dallas Cowboys up. We'll take a break. It's about 15 minutes after the hour. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Razorback, Billy Lavender here on The Fan. 107.9 and 105.9 ESPN. Globe Life Field is your home for college baseball with three full weekends of action starting February 16th at the home of the Texas Rangers. It all starts with the Shriners Children's College Showdown presented by Kubota featuring Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Oregon, Tennessee, and Nebraska. Next is the Kubota College Baseball Series with Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Michigan, and Oregon State in Weekend 2, and TCU, Texas A&M, Arizona State, and USC for Weekend 3. To get tickets and learn more, visit globelifefield.com slash collegebaseball. Hey, y'all, by always looking local first, we're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Don't throw your damaged cell phone away. It's repairable. Whether it's a screen replacement or micro soldering, M-Tech Electronics can repair it. And at the best price in town. Call them today for your smartphone, computer, and game console repairs. 4012 Summerhill Square, Texarkana. When you're craving a real, honest-to-goodness, old-fashioned hamburger with the freshest ingredients, and french fries that make a jackrabbit slap a hound dog. Head over to 201 East Broad, TLC Burgers and Fries. Open Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Open till 7, Friday and Saturday. Legacy Cleaners, formerly Holiday Cleaners, has 35 years experience and four locations in Texarkana and surrounding areas, including their newest location at 210 West 7th Street. For the best starch jeans in town, it's Legacy Cleaners. They can handle your finest threads. Look local first, and everybody benefits. From the store owners to people like you and me supporting them. Look local first. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him uh, Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. The craziest thing was believing that your dad knew everything. So as a dad, you felt like you had to know everything. You had to get everything right. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then, you know, it kind of starts to work itself out. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is Leaving the Yard, Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zach. Chuck Zach, presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing, on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. All the way to Baton Rouge. Well, I'm a smoking them tires like a crazy fool. All right, 19 minutes after the hour, Leaving the Yard, Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy Lavender. I know you guys are trying to call in. We're having a phone issue. I can call out. You can't call in, and it doesn't connect either way. So we are one more time having an issue with our telly. We'll work on that and see if we can't get it fixed for tomorrow, but I doubt we can get it done today because it's after 5 and there's nobody in the building. That's right. Well. Well, You're in the building. Yeah. I'm in the building. Yeah. Nobody Saban's else in not in the building anymore. Saban is not in the building. Kevin Couple, Carpenter. Yeah, great points from some guys on Facebook, though. Kevin Carpenter says Saban, best coach ever, NFL and college. All right. All right. All right. I don't, I'd don't. i like to hear or, or want him to post about Saban in the NFL. Uh, but he also says that, like, like I said, maybe Bama's a lateral move at this point for Sark. Okay. Uh, 
and uh, and Sci-Fi Guy brings up a good point. He said Urban had quite a bit of uh, success. Good name. Yep. Uh, he says Woody Hayes as well. Uh, Kevin said Bo, DKR, and Jimmy Johnson. Maybe he's talking about. We're talking about great college coaches. Yeah. No, no, we yeah. were, we're talking yeah. about great college yeah. coaches. That's yeah. where they're all coming from. And yeah. Urban's, you're right about DKR Urban. DKR is before my time. Yeah, you're, you're right about throwing Urban in there. And, mm. oh, by the way, Urban's unemployed right now. Mm. Of all the guys that we were sitting here talking about and speculating about, Urban Meyer. His ticker's not good enough for Alabama. You don't think so? <sighs> There's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you he's coached at places like Ohio State where there were a lot of pressure, and obviously he burned candle at all ends and and couldn't continue mm-hmm. to do it. But talk about guys out there without gigs, that would be a guy. But yeah, you guys throw a great list of other amazing coaches. No question, all of them for consideration. Jimmy doesn't have enough titles. He didn't last that long at Miami. You're not going to get greatest college coach because of that mm-hmm. um daryl royal same thing you just i mean you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be able to hoist hardware mm-hmm. in an era where or you gotta win 15 games in or, the yeah. most competitive conference that we've ever seen it mm-hmm. looks like mm-hmm. and i like kevin's point about texas moving into the sec makes it lateral mm-hmm. if texas was still in the big 12 and Alabama was still in the SEC. I agree. And that job opens. I think it's a elevated move for Texas for Sark to move from Texas to Alabama. But now they're both in the same conference, sharing the same pie. I don't know that it. I don't know that it's not any more than a lateral move, unless you just have it in your head. You know what? I want to be the coach of Alabama. And I th- I think at this point, I think Alabama is still a better program than Texas at this point. But I think the trajectory. Are, are kind of on a different deal, and I think they're close. That's my opinion, and I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a Razorback fan or whatever. I think the I, next, but, but I but I would not, as a coach, as Sark, I would not leave out leave Texas for Alabama. Alabama. I Fair mean, enough. you got Texas is is up there to where, you know, now they're going to be they're going to be playing game in game out, but you're also going to be in a a twelve team, you know, playoff that. Uh, that you know you can you can afford to lose more games than uh, Texas could have lost in the Big Twelve. True. So my opinion, we got one big job open. If Harbaugh decides to walk away from Michigan, that would mm. be a second big job open. Although they probably move from within because they had a, a a gentleman who did a great mm-hmm. job as the associate mm-hmm. head coach when Harbaugh missed his six games. But you know, I bet I've heard since since the national championship. I bet I've heard. Ten times ESPN uh, radio and people talking about Harbaugh's definitely gone. He's definitely uh-huh. gone. And probably half of the people that said that also piggybacked and said, and and we would bet that Jesse uh, Minner would be gone as well to pro. And I thought if that Jim was, goes, Jesse goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I thought that's pretty cool. You know, in, in a you know, I mean, just you know, and and us talk. Have you? Have you reached out to Rick? Oh, yet? I did. Yeah. I reached out to him the day yeah. after the championship. Yeah. When he gets back in town, yep. That'd be I cool. certainly won't put it on the phone the way right. life no. is no. right now. But no. when he gets back in town, we'll get him in here and mm-hmm. spend an hour letting Rick Minner name drop us. Because you need to take notes Gosh. and you need to be able to say, uh, all right, here's my over-under when we start. How many names will Rick Minner drop mm-hmm. on us that are – a-list sports God. celebrity guys. And can, can you imagine just being the linebacker coach for the national championship team, and then your son being the defensive coordinator, and just just the whole year, what went on, and just the ins and outs. And I mean, it's a that's a that's a cool deal. And, and let's do this real quick since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Rick's been around college football for a long time. Mm-hmm from Cincinnati and Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and he's been around the game a bunch. Mm-hmm. And to have a chance to go out and get a ring yeah. and be a coach on a championship team, I, I don't know how you express it. Did did I, he win one? Did, did Notre Dame win? I don't like, know that he won one there. I'd have to go back and yeah, think about it. I thought I saw some comment on someone that asking that question on Facebook, but I but I don't know that I saw it answered or whatever. I don't know. All I know is I don't know. 
That's a heck of a way to if you know if you're not going out yet because he really wasn't coaching. He was going to be a consultant. The end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then things right. moved around, and and he got basically and quote unquote promoted up to the coach's position. And why not? You get a ring out of it. Not a bad gig at all. And you get it with your son. How cool oh, is man. that? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, NFL. Yep. This morning, Pete Carroll dropped the bomb after it, it looked like Carroll was coming back. That was the conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm back for – I'm going to be back. It's my Today, I'm staying with the team, but I won't be the head coach. Okay. So if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you kind of already had an inkling Dan Quinn's – Gone. Probably going to be done mm-hmm. after this year. Mm-hmm. He put off getting a head coaching job one more year for this chance to make a run with the Cowboys. It was Minner's first ring. So. It was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but now with Seattle opening, where Dan had been years ago, I doubt he goes back to Atlanta, mm-hmm. although it's certainly a nice-looking job. But Seattle opening up with the resumes built in Dallas – we may be looking at the last one or two or three, or if they're lucky, four games of his time in Dallas, and then Dan Quinn probably walks away. I, I, I'd take four. If that's, well, if you're a Cowboy fan, yeah. four is what you yeah, want. Absolutely. But uh, ESPN had a, a piece, I think it was ESPN had a piece today or yesterday about is this the Cowboys' last best shot or best last shot, that what they've got going right now with the salary the way it is, the cap the way it is, the coaches mm-hmm. the way they are, everything in place, we know successful programs start losing pieces. We know a Dan Quinn's probably going to walk. There may be other coaches that go with him. We know some players won't be back because of contract restraints. Mm-hmm. We know there's going to be a big hit on Dak's updated contract. They still got to deal with Parsons. They still got to deal with Lamb. There's going to be some other issues that- this may be the window right now, not closing. The big one's the first one, Chuck. The big one's the first one? Game. The big Sunday. Oh. You say that. And I I know I know wait, you're I know you're everybody thinks I'm I'm really sandbagging this. That I'm really trying to go, oh you know, the Packers are just they have no chance. I'm realistic about about Green Bay. I mean, I'll watch as many games as I can watch, and I'm realistic about them. I, I was realistic when Mike McCarthy got hired here. One of the first things I said was, he's a one of the worst game clock managers I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm 60 years old and watch a lot of mm-hmm. NFL bunch, football. Yeah. He's not a good game clock manager. Mm-hmm. He just never has been. Mm-hmm. It's the one place in his game he's weak. So I'm honest about what I see. I love this Packer team. They are so stinking young. They have no idea what they're doing right now. And they have no chance going into Dallas. Now, none is. You're getting to play, so they yeah, have some chance, right. obviously. But, but if we're being honest, yeah. this is – they're, they're, know, they're playing with no pressure. That's another that's ex- advantage that's right. for them. That's right. Nobody expects them to win, that's right. present company included. Yeah. They have nothing to lose. They did something that neither Favre nor Rogers teams did as rookies, and that's getting the playoffs in Love's first mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. They faced a win-and-get-in playoff game last week, just like they did last year. Last year they lost it. This year they won it. All that being said, and, and I said it the other day, the only position, the only position a Packers better than the Cowboys, I think, is that running back? A healthy Aaron Jones mm-hmm. is better than Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. I can't find you another position on the two sides of the ball that I think Green Bay's got a better guy than what Dallas has lined up. Jair Alexander, Alexander did not have a great season this year. He's got a shoulder that's a bum. I don't know. Rushon Gary's good, but he's no Micah Parsons. I can't it's find just, Kenny. It's uh, it's it's the old Dallas Green Bay. It's oh, I know and, it and is. I, under, I understand it's not, the, but but it's that you know it's the Dallas first first round jinx, and it's the you know it's the playing against the. And I understand that they've you know that all that's just kind of in your head, but it's also 
It's in everybody's head. But 12's not on the sideline this year. Yeah, that's that's a if, that's if a 12 big was on the sideline yeah, for Green right. Bay and you're a Cowboy fan, you're just going to shake your head and go, I know he's going to do something. <laughs> he's going to do something, and we can't be. But he's not on the sideline. And as much as love is wow mm-hmm. compared to what I expected him to be mm-hmm. and what he star- he's not 12. And it's at Dallas. And it's at Dallas, and Dallas has been almost – you know, ginormous. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I see it. Coach Menerson video. I of, see uh, it, yep. National Championship confetti. That's pretty cool. But I I just – I honestly don't think Green Bay is – I don't think they're going to keep it close. I think they'll give it what they got, but mm-hmm. I think Dallas will overwhelm them mm-hmm. by, the, by the second half of that game. And, and that'll be fine, and the Cowboys will mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. And I said the other day, now you start looking at what works. Mm-hmm. Because you can get a Rams win over Detroit. You can get a Tampa win over Philly. You'll get uh, Tampa. Mm. Are you worried? Nah. Nah. San Francisco's going to get the Rams, which they just beat. Rams beat the Niners. You beat the Bucks. You get the Rams in Arlington for the NFC Championship game. Hello. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's the ideal yeah. scenario. Yeah. That's everything falling in but the right see, place. But see, I'm that I'm that guy that I wanna I wanna get the the forty ers deal off your back. I wanna go out there and that be a big deal, you know. Uh, okay. Green Bay wanted to get through the Dallas deal in the nineties. Yeah. And Carolina beat the Cowboys. Yeah. And Green Bay took out Carolina to get in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You That's take the right. Super Bowl yeah, any way you, you, you get right. it. You're we can right. deal with the 49 right. You're going to play San Francisco yeah. next year. Yeah. They're going to be right. on the schedule in, right. in San Fran. That's we can right. deal with that demon go. next year. There you go. You want to hoist the trophy this year. By the way, it's the Lombardi trophy. Oh. Just so you know that. Where'd that guy It's the Lombardi from? trophy. <laughs> we'll take a break. About 29 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Check Zach. Razorback, Billy Lavender. You're on the fan. And on ESPN. Twenty twenty three was a pretty good year, especially for listeners who won prizes from us. Like that new pellet grill last spring, or the Honda ATV in the fall. We gave away thousands of dollars in cash throughout the year. And more gift cards, concert tickets, and Magic Springs passes than we can begin to count. And if you think we're slowing down, well, you're wrong. Out with the old in with the new. After we clean up the New Year's confetti, we'll tell you how to win dough from us in 2024. Thanks for listening and happy new year. 1079, the fan. In this community, they call the fire department when the days go bad and they don't know what to do. There'll be a family member and will come up and give me a hug or shake my hand and say, hey, you took care of my dad X number of years ago, and they just wanted to say thank you and how much it meant to them. Things like that just keep me going. I'm ready to come back and do it again. I try to take pride in, in, in every single thing that I do. When I'm needed in the community, I don't want them to ever think that I could have done more. And that's the beauty of volunteers. There's nothing stronger than the heart of a volunteer. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive. Like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey, Alex. How did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom! I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project! That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations! Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. Hey, Sean Hannity here. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. It is the backbone of the emergency alert system, and that keeps us safe in dangerous times because when cell and Internet services are down, AM radio might be your only lifeline. Now text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Text AM to 5286. 8-6 today. 107.9 The Fan. Weather forecast for the four states. 
Clear tonight with a low of 35. Mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 66. 80% probability of showers, maybe a thunderstorm tomorrow night with a low of 43. Gusty winds up to 30 miles per hour. Listen anytime on your computer or smart device through our website or at the Texarkana Media Center app from the Google Play or App Store. Leading the Yard on 107.9 The Fan and ESPN 105.9 is presented by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. We are back. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Razorback, Billy Lavender. As we uh, rock and roll on the uh, very busy coaches circle Wednesday version of the show. We uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Pete Carroll walking away from Seattle. That job opens up. Tennessee is open. Chargers are already open. Atlanta's open. Washington's open. There's some folks that say New Orleans should be open after Dennis Allen yeah, uh, yeah. lost control of his team on Sunday. Yeah. I had, we didn't have a chance to talk about this. Jameis Winston and the Saints offense with a 41-17 lead at home against Atlanta. What what yard line were they on? They were like the one. Okay. One yard line. Yeah. Allen sends in. Game's over. Since Minute 13 left to play. Victory formation. Victory formation. Take a knee. Take a knee. We're getting out of here. Up uh, how much? 41-17. And they go out, break the huddle, go victory formation, hand the ball off. To the back. To a running back who led the league in scoring last year. Was it last year or two years ago? I think last okay. year at 17 touchdowns. Yeah, but has not scored has a touchdown. Has not scored a touchdown this year. So they were trying to get him a touchdown. And so out of victory formation, Atlanta basically just leaned forward because I don't want to hit a guy that's not wanting to get hit. Right. And they they ran in for a touchdown and made it 48. Now, Atlanta's now fired Arthur Smith, unloaded on Dennis Allen after the game. Yeah. Like, what the heck was that? Yeah. Although he said more colorful yeah. words than I did. And I look at you, Razorback Billy. Yeah. Who's in the wrong here? Well, so you know the 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 funny thing is, is my opinion ch- has changed about three times right? as I found more facts <laughs> yes. uh, about the situation from the people who are in it. Is at first you go, that coach ought to be fired right. for, for running for up doing, the score. For, Doing a formation like that and run and running up the score, even if they would have lined up and and ran it, you would have, you know, you'd have been pissed off at that coach. Uh, but uh, but that coach, first of all, the opposing coach, uh, you know, who unloaded on him right after the game. When it got to his uh, press conference, he comes out and he says something that I thought was pretty cool. He said, he said, look, he said. That coach over there has every right to do what he did. This is professional football. Uh, the you know I, I'm I'm paid to to get my team ready and whatever. And he said he said they beat us up the whole second half. They sure. won the game. You know they have every right to do with that. He said, but I thought I mean he didn't say chicken poop, but but, but he he said I thought it I thought it was wrong, and I have every right to 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 holler at him after the game like I did. Right. But but I don't have anything, you know, that that's okay. he's got to do whatever. So then when uh Dennis Allen Dennis Allen, Dennis Allen. Yeah, Dennis Allen when he said he said, "Listen, he said I he said I want to apologize to to the opposing coach. I want to tell him, you know, we are it's we not don't, us. It's not us. Right. We don't do that. We we do everything we can to to win and we're, you know, we're uh, you know we're we're bitter rivals and everything. He said, but I sent in victory formation down it, nil on it. Right. You know. He said, let me tell you what happened. He said it got to to the team. Here's what went on, as you described. He said, you know, th- this guy, their teammate, hadn't whatever. He said, quarterback, they took it upon themselves to to do this, and they did it. And he said, you know, I I'm upset and whatever you know and I, my all my apologies are to to then you know it's not who we are that's not what we do you know so i heard people say he doesn't have control of his team well 
who does, I mean, you don't have, it, I mean, do you feel like you got pretty good control of me? I come in here and I act, you know, I don't. <laughs> I have no control I, of you, Razorback I I Billy. Mean, I, I'm not <laughs> shouting curse words and, no. and shit, whatever, but I mean, if. If uh, if I just go, you know, if if you say something and it triggers whatever, and I go on a rant and I start cussing or whatever, they would say, "Well, Chuck should be fired because he he should have control over." I don't believe that. I I think if anybody should be gone, whoever made the the call in there. But I also understand they. I do like that they were trying to do something for their team or whatever, but. You don't line up in victory format because how many times do we get pissed off at defensive players to when people line up in that formation and all they're going to do is kneel it and they shoot across and yep. go into someone's knee and risk hurting the offensive player. Yep. So I'm sorry I, I gotten on a tangent, it, but but it, my, no, my deals went from different. You know, and, and I'll we'll keep going because there's more layers. Because Jameis Winston's a guy that came out and said, "Yeah, see, we, I haven't heard any of we his. We decided this." Okay. In he said the whole team. Okay. Reality is in the huddle. Yeah. The offense decided we want mm-hmm. Jamal Williams to get a touchdown. Okay, why not? Now everybody that's a New Orleans Saint has come out and defended Jameis Winston. Has said in effect he's a great teammate. He's our guy. We love him. There's no better teammate than him. Okay. I. I here it's, we go. It's, uh, here's here's me. Every one of those guys was right. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints coach was right. Take mm-hmm. a knee. Mm-hmm. Atlanta coach right. right. Mm-hmm. It's chicken crap. Mm-hmm. The offense right. was to, okay. To they're, they're doing the right mm-hmm. thing for a teammate. Right. The formation. The formation bothers me. That's. The formation bother. If if the offense was going to say gonna we want to get him a touchdown, to then you say we're not going victory formation. Go Here, I, 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 I run think, a tailback. I, I get think, your touchdown. I think they line up. Say we're we're going to run it. They run it. They score. Right. I think I think the uh, I think the opposing coach is still pissed off, and and he may or may not say something to them or whatever. But I think it stops. As soon as they say, "Hey, the offense decided in the huddle, we we want to get our guy, whatever." This is the reason why. I think you can defend that. I th- you know, I, 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 I think can. it's not, huh? I can defend it. Yeah, there's still yeah. a minute left to play. The game's That's not right. over. And I like I like someone. I like I like a Jameis Winston not saying me 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 hut and and I'm right. going to get a deal. Right. They're they're saying, "Hey, this guy ain't scored all year, or whatever." I mean, I'm I'm used to the. You know, my kid being the last one on the bench on the, you know, and get in to hit a late three or or something like that. I mean, you root for the underdog. You root for stories like that. It's just the way it went down. It just, you know, but I don't think you throw the coach on the sword for something he didn't call. No, but I'll do this. And and I loved your point about the defense got heat years ago. Guy who was at Rutgers who came in the NFL for a cup of coffee was that we're going to play all the way to the end of the game and my guys are going to fire across. I can't remember his name off the top of my head because he's still at Rutgers, I believe, now. He went back there. Um, and we got a lot – and he got a lot of – The coach? Yeah. Is it Pat? Uh, no. no. I can't remember no, his name. Him. I'll look it yeah. up. Um, but he got a lot of heat for – Not the chop wood guy. No, okay. no, no, okay. no, no, okay. no, no, no. Guy who okay. was at Rutgers. That was okay. his thing. And he came to the NFL and okay. fired off. Okay. And, and we're looking around going, what the heck is this? The offense is basically saying – we got all our points we're going to get. We're not trying. And he's saying, yeah, but there's this is still a live play, and my guys are trying to get the ball. And he got a lot of heat for that. And a lot of guys on uh, all over the place said that's – the offense has said we're not trying to score anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get it. Mm-hmm. The defense needs to understand. We don't want anybody getting hurt in a stupid last-minute play. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Defense was wrong. Whether you can say, well, you played to the end. The offense surrendered – they were wrong. But the offense was wrong this weekend. Mm-hmm. The offense tricked, if you will, what had been an unwritten rule, an unwritten agreement between the two sides of the line because we had lived this a few years ago that when you take that formation and you're making it obvious you're taking a knee, not the fake spike. Right, because I heard that brought up. Yeah, uh, that's Manning, crap. You know, not but, the uh, fake uh, spike yeah, to kill yeah, the clock. Yeah. 
Right. I, you, I still because the, the defense is still the defense is still playing, playing, and so yeah. are you, and yeah. you're trying to win, which yeah. is why you would be spiking. That's right. It. You're already this game's over. This game's way over. I, I think they made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. I love I love all of this, the components mm-hmm. of this. They should have lined up in the eye. They should have handed it off to Jamal Williams. They should have let him get in the end zone. They had a minute thirteen. They could have done it again. Mm-hmm. Or they gave Allen a chance. Oh, to go there was a minute school. thirteen. Yeah, left. they okay. still had time. Okay. And 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 I get in a lot of uh, Saints. Players had made it pretty common. They basically went F the Falcons. Yeah. That's yeah. the rivalry. Yeah. Right. That's, that's right. We'll score That's another right. touchdown if we and get the chance. And that could have been, yeah. yeah. But uh, I just think they messed the it up it, badly yeah. Yeah. by pulling it into a formation that we all have agreed is the end of the game. It's a little bit worse, but it'd been like if they ran a double reverse pass up 25 points with two minutes left. Yeah, bad form. Yeah. Bad form. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. About 15 minutes till top of the hour. We got Tiger basketball and uh, University of Arkansas basketball to talk about when we come back. Tiger basketball. And University of Arkansas basketball <laughs> when we come back. Leave it in the yard. This is where I get my pleasure. There Jacqueline. you go. You got to okay. let me have this. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> You're on the fan, 107.9 and ESPN 105.9. What did you do last year that will last for eternity? Did you live for Jesus or did you live for yourself? How much time and money did you invest in God's kingdom? Did you treat people the way the Bible teaches or did you live a selfish life? Did you give God your first and best or did he get the leftovers? Start making changes today that will matter for eternity. Don't put it off and don't waste another year. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. Bush Guide, cold and smooth survival skills. For a successful stint in the great outdoors, pack accordingly. Place heavy essentials near your spine for stability in rough terrain with light items near the bottom. Now, you may be wondering, where does the bush light go? In your stomach. Bush. Head for the mountains. Enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023, Anheuser-Busch, Bush Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Guess who? It's me, your radio. So today we're going to go to the email bag and answer some of your questions. Let's start with this one from Mike. He writes, Dear Radio, I run a small car dealership in town, and I'm looking to get more customers. Do you have any suggestions? Well, Mike, to be successful, you need to reach out to new customers. Radio's reach is number one, and radio's ROI is the best of all media. You get more bang for your buck with me, your radio. Okay, our next email inspired by Fluffy, the boss's cat. It's from Beatrice. She writes, I like my cat Precious to be clean, so I bathe her often. The problem is she takes too long to dry. Do you have any suggestions? Beatrice, we checked with some cat experts. They all said never throw Precious in the clothes dryer. And if you think using a clothes line is better, not so much. Visually hilarious, might go viral, but not the right thing to do. Could be a catastrophe. Find out how Texarkana Media Center can help your business grow with radio. Go to TexarkanaMediaCenter.com for more information on radio advertising. 911, call if you can. Text if you can't. 911 cannot accept pictures or videos, but make sure you let them know the emergency and your exact location. Use simple language, no abbreviations or slang. Text 911 is now available in 10 counties in the area. Lamar, Delta, Hopkins, Red River, Franklin, Titus, Morris, Bowie, Cass, and Miller counties. If you can't call 911, text 911. This public safety announcement brought to you by the Arctic Council of Governments. Since 1966, Robbins Toyota has served the Texarkana area with integrity, honesty, and loyalty. These characteristics define the Robbins Toyota experience. Quality started by Eddie Robbins 57 years ago that continue to this very day with daughter Susan Robbins. Before your next new or pre-owned auto pickup or SUV purchase, check out the complete inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at RobbinsToyota.com or visit the dealership at 6233 Mall Drive, Nash. 
With an eye on issues in the Arklatex, this is Community Matters. CASA, or court-appointed special advocates, train and empower community volunteers to be the voice for abused and neglected children in the welfare system. And locally, CASA serves eight counties in Northeast Texas and Southwest Arkansas. Volunteers come from all walks of life. No degree in social work or even a legal background is needed. Just a commitment to make each child a priority. To learn more or volunteer, click casatexarkana.org. Texarkana Media Center cares about the community. 100% Texarkana. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. The 8th Annual Martin Luther King Jr. Day Parade is January 15th, 1130, beginning on Front Street, downtown Texarkana. Their theme, By His Grace, By Faith, and By His Spirit, We Will Win. Entry forms available at Texarkana Media Center, 615-OLIVE, or contact Brandon Huff, 903-417-2342. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan and ESPN 105.9. Brought to you by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio. Studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All right, 10 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy Lavender. Tomorrow on the show, Dwight McCowan's supposed to be in here. Xavier Benson's supposed Ooh. to be our guest tomorrow. So we'll, uh, we know the plan that uh, radio hits us with all the time. Mm-hmm. All plans are soft. soft. So we'll see. He's scheduled. We'll see if Xavier uh, shows up tomorrow and makes that happen. All right, we got a couple things to uh, clean up before we get out of here for the day. First of all, uh, really intriguing basketball game at the Tiger Center last night. A very good Longview team. They got nine seniors. They got height inside. They got a good point guard. They got a three-point gunner who's a Mm -hmm. coach's kid. Mm -hmm. They got it all. 21 wins now. Coming into Texarkana, against a team that's floundering a bit. They had a tough week last week with two losses to White House, which shocked, I think, most Tiger fans. And Mount Pleasant, which you kind of go with and go, "Eh, Mm that's Mount Pleasant. But I'll tell you what, an 11-point loss for the Tigers last night, but it did not feel like it was an Mm 11-point game. The White House was an underachieving uh, game. I was there, and and we've talked about it, and it just – it wasn't it. They they just didn't play good. They didn't play inspired. Uh, kind of like my Razorbacks is kind of yep. what they looked like in that deal. But uh, I wasn't able to go Friday because I was headed up to the hill. But uh, I asked Coach uh, Cross just before the game. I said I said Hey, tell me about the game. I said You know I said the score was You know at Mount Pleasant because Mount Pleasant's been You know really really good. Yep. And he said. He said, Mount Pleasant's not as good as they've been in the past to me. And he said, we looked so – he said, we looked like we were scared, like we knew we were going to get beat mm. before the game ever started. And he said, that that's not what I want to be. But on top of that, I look in their eyes last night and watched that game last night. And, he, and Coach had told me, he said, this team is beating everybody by 40. Yep. They're really, really good top yep. to bottom. They're deep. They're this, 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 and this. They're all seniors, yada, yada, yada. And the look in, in Texas High's eyes was, hey, we're fixing to go out there and beat them. Right. We're fixing, you know, and – you know, you you never know, but but you and I were talking during the break. I mean, it was a really, really, really physical game. They let it they let it be physical, and and the, both teams went blow for blow. It was a uh, turned out to be eleven points, sixty forty nine, sixty forty nine, and uh, you know, I I gotta think that Longview leaves thinking, hey, you know, Texas highs. You know they're they're there too, uh, but uh, but for Texas High, I think that's a step a step above how they've been playing. You're not going to beat a team like Longview, uh, you know, very much with what you have. But you know, I mean, I look at the Orr kid; he dropped maybe nineteen. 19. Uh, you know, and uh, he he's turned the corner. He's playing a little bit better defense this year, but uh, but his shots are falling now in the last five, six games. I think he had a 30-piece on the road uh, several weeks ago uh, during a tournament. Uh, but uh, – but you know, just uh, you know, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of positives for Texas High last night, and just didn't have you know what it took to to get over that hump. But uh, but you know, you got to think that that's prepared you for for your next matchup. Well, I agree with every bit of that. I, I talked to Sam Weaver after the mm-hmm. Longview coach, and and he said we played ugly, 
but we walk out of here with a win. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times as a coach, that's what you – you know, so can we win when we're ugly? Mm-hmm. We can win when we're all hitting. Mm-hmm. Can we win when we're not? And, so and they so you did. say coach's kid. Is that Ward number yeah, five? Yeah, he's the assistant coach. Okay. Assistant coach's son. The bald-headed guy? I guess. Yeah, who coached maybe the JV or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kid, I mean – his balls didn't even touch the no, uh, great the shooter. Yeah, yeah, I mean they, they came right through the net. I mean it was he was good, tall, lanky. Yeah, he's not know? he's he's got again, he's got a bum knee, a bulky knee, but other than that, he's he's a pretty good player. But anyway, it, it's a good game last mm-hmm. night. If you missed mm-hmm. it last night, uh come out. I mean, yeah. Texas High is back in action again uh, on Friday on the road, I yep. believe. I believe uh, so. they'll be back at home next week, but uh um Really nice game. All right, mm-hmm. so we'll flip gears real fast mm-hmm. from from a game that we were really proud of to one that you just have to say on on Saturday, what the heck happened? I, I turned it on the radio Saturday, got my car to go to the store, and I hadn't been watching, but I got in the car and listened to it and went, whoa, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like you, you made mention, an uninspired performance, and I'm more bothered, I think, by listening to Eric Musselman after the game Talking about I I don't know. It yeah. sounded like Sam. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't yeah. know what's going on. And and the forums were talking like we recruited a bunch of guys that may not fit well together. Man, Is that a thing? Listen, if you go back to those forums over the last five years, this time of year, they say the same thing. The the only difference in all of that, and we've we've you know. We've gotten into the tournament in the in the years past right. and, and hadn't been a high seed in years past. And because we've gotten hot, we've started to gel over the year. The thing that, that scares me about this, and always when I, I get to a game like this, I say, hey, just flush it right. and go on. See what they do tonight it's, against that's, Georgia. That's right. That's not, that's not who we are. Or whatever. My Texas buddies were saying the same thing when they got beat. You know, last week, and they came out at Cincinnati last night and won. Got a one point is, win. Uh, yeah. is you know, and Arkansas beats a Duke and beats a Purdue, yeah. and you know, I mean, yeah. but but the thing is, is you haven't seen an Eric Musselman team uninspired right. when they go out there. Now we got we got our butts handed to us by Connecticut, but that was that was by. But I'll tell you, when I saw Auburn run out, I was scared at their. But I was telling Coach Cross last night is. For the first 12 minutes of that game, speaking of the Arkansas game, mm-hmm. we couldn't get the ball inside the three-point line. And I'm not talking about in the paint. Right. I'm talking about couldn't get a touch inside right. because we couldn't get it past their defense. Right. But And then we couldn't hit a shot either. Nope. But it was like a 5-4 game after about seven minutes or something. Yeah. But with about a minute left in the half, it was tied, and they went on a 7-0 run. We got a tech and went on about a 7-0 run. So they were up seven at the half, and then they come out, and the second half is where it, where it was. I mean, we didn't – I mean, it, it was just like we'd just go, throw it, and nobody would be there. I mean, it was just – and it didn't look like – didn't look like we care, you know. I mean, there were people were playing. How but, many times have you seen that at home? Not, not many. Not many. I've crowd, seen a lot of ra- whole ga- whole over games. and over. There's the conversation about this is one of the top ten places mm-hmm. to play mm-hmm. a home game mm-hmm. in college basketball, mm-hmm. and for a team to come out flat on a Saturday mm-hmm. with a crowd that wants them to play yeah. well. Yeah, it was. That's disappointing. Yeah. It was, but like I say, it's uh, he'll he'll figure out what one thing that I like about Mus. I like the way he runs the program. Whatever he'll he'll get it straight. He'll he'll figure it out. It, you know, it's like, we we did the same thing earlier this year uh, in the Bahamas or wherever we were, and he said we're coming back to play Duke. I'm not sleeping until I figure this out. And I'm gonna, you know, I mean, they're nobody. so you're you're really intrigued by tonight. Yeah, I am. Tonight, and I always oh. hate playing at Georgia. It's, you usually go in a small crowd, and the, you know, I mean, you hear a yeah. pin drop. Time. Yeah. Now it may not be because Georgia's good now. They're like sixteen and three or something. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but somewhere in there, the Razorbacks have to pick up some wins. That's right. They've got that's quality right. wins wa- for the tournament with a win over Duke, et cetera. But I watch A and M be bad in conference. A and M at Auburn last night, and it's a it's a neck and neck right. all the way down to the end. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I mean, they, I'm thinking the, the conference is. It's going to be good. better this year. This is a good conference, yeah. but anyway, it's uh, it, it's intriguing. We've got the game yeah, on tonight. Seven thirty pregame, eight o'clock, I believe, is tip off tonight. Uh, so we'll get Arkansas and Georgia that one on ESPN one hundred five nine this evening. So you get a chance to uh, follow the Razorbacks tonight. 
hopefully a better performance than we saw last yeah. uh, Saturday. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. All right, give me your score here. Cowboys-Packers, since I'm letting you out of here and, and I won't see you again until next week. Cowboys 31, Packers 23. All right. All right. High Sounds game. about right. High-scoring game. We'll see if the Packer defense can do anything with the Cowboy offense because it's been hit and miss all year. It's they gonna, ain't the Bears. It's going to be a game. It's going to be right. a game. We're Cowboys out. are the better team, but it's going to be a game. We're out of time for any parting words, my friend. Go Tigers. Razorbacks, get it on track, and go Cowboys. There you go. Words of wisdom from Razorback Billy. We're done for today. Don't forget Dwight McCowan back in here tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow right here. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Billy Lavender on the fan 107.9 and ESPN 105.9. If you missed any of today's show, hear it again tomorrow morning at 7 on 107.9 The Fan or on demand anytime at thefan1079.com. KCMC and KTFS Texarkana.